everybody, uh, a cowabunga to you all. Uh, much like the musical movement of ninja rap, I was born in the early 90s and I haven't been relevant since. I'm Sophie. Radical! I'm Caitlin. <laughs> and today, I'm very confused, unmoored, and <laughs> frankly shook to my core. Because today we are doing the 1991 martial arts superhero, I guess, uh, <laughs> film, Teenage, okay, Mutant, Getting Weirder, Ninja, Turtle. Every, okay, we're, okay, we're doing, te- I, I, <laughs> I just want to say, I think there's a comic who's made this joke, but... Every single title in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just escalates it, heightens it. Because you're like, teenage? Got it. That's fine. Mutant? Okay. An X-Men? I'm getting yeah. a little Charles Xavier. Ninja? Okay. okay. Still X-Men, kind of. Right. Yeah. So they've studied, they've trained. And then by the time you get to Turtles, <laughs> you might as well you might as well just walk off a long pier, if that's the, the saying. Um, more specifically... And this is important. (laughs) Uh, We are doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, the uh, 1991 classic. Yep. And, yeah, I'm I'm confused. Like, I I was saying, like, this movie, I I think because I didn't, I watched TMNT as a kid and, like, had some of it, my understandings came through cultural osmosis about TMNT, but I've never seen any of the films. Okay. And this is a sequel. I get it. Yeah. We're coming in kind of without that that exposition. But this was like a David Lynch film. This was like a no dialogue, black and white, <laughs> random interspurts cuts to the yes. to nuclear bomb going off. That is how much I comprehended this movie. Um, it it could be because it's been a stressful week, but I think that um, I think that it, it is a pretty straightforward movie. But we'll get into why why this was so perplexing for me. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh yeah, oh fuck, oh my god! But you know what? Last week we have to do it. Last week we have to do it. Then I can. Then I can. I can fucking erase Henry de Tamble from the goddamn timeline. I can, yeah. he's, he will die. He will yep. die. Yeah. We'll never have to hear about him and his just dong. Did he Now you didn't finish uh episode 6. I did read the 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 summary of the end of the movie. So I'm hoping Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah we, we should compare. Explain what the the segment is. We can compare. I was going to ask had you because you you see uh, Dong in the sixth one. What? Just a, just a tiny bit. It's not full frontal. It's not a big shot. But okay. I was like, whoa, that's a Dong. And I don't. I think that's the first and only time you see it. Okay. Uh, because I don't think, to your knowledge, you you haven't seen Dong, right? I don't. I don't. In my, in my timeline, I haven't seen Dong yet. <laughs> but. <laughs> It's possible that a that a dong may show up later tonight. That's uh, hopefully not disembodied, but you never know. But from where I am, this is my first 
I'm okay, not well, dumb. for mm-hmm. every for listeners, uh, if you want to see Theo James's what for all we know is Theo James's dong, um, episode what's, what's six. What's the timestamp on that? <laughs> I forgot to write down the time. <laughs> you no gotta notes. write down the timestamp. No notes on these final okay. episodes of. We didn't even get there to say it. We are doing the final installment, the final fucking installment, and then we will bury, we will bury this bit uh, under six feet under. Okay. Uh, we are doing the final installment of the first time travelers' wives club, where we just. Uh, dissect um, where we detamble where we try to detamble and decipher the very wet very problematic HBO series The Time Traveler's Wife with Theo James and Rose Leslie and we will be done after this hell yeah um okay. is it like in the middle I gotta see this dong oh. mm, let me think about let me think about where it is <laughs> Um, well, for you, was it the middle? Okay, so I see him kind of stand up. It's one of the times, well, obviously, it's one of the times that he travels. And it's where he, it's probably around where he's like traveling a lot. He gets really stressed around the wedding because the whole thing is the wedding because it's, that's when you become a time traveler's wife. And that's the title. So he's very stressed and he keeps, he like keeps, uh, switching. Oh, and it's definitely in the second half. Definitely. Okay. Is it? Is he outside? No. No, he's inside somewhere when he lands. He lands on the floor. Okay. He lands on the floor of a house where the lights are kind of off. Okay. I think I'm there. But I need the, like, the, like, bar to go down because I think it's... It's covering his dong. Okay, come on. So you, it's just for like a couple, like a, yeah. maybe one second, and it's when he like lands on the floor. Okay, he yes, I see it. But again, yeah. the HBO scroll bar is hiding it. Oh, oh my god! I watched it on um my TV. Oh yeah, I'm seeing <laughs> dong. I'm seeing dong. All right, yeah. you not only see dong, it's like. He, so when Henry de Tamble, uh time travels, he does he smacks on the ground nude, yeah, and we just see his penis bounce. Wow, yep. off I'm, of his like thigh. <laughs> yeah, the time traveling penis. Oh man, I it's too bad Antonio wasn't here to explain. You know. If he had held his penis when, <laughs> when he times travels, you wouldn't get bounce. You wouldn't get the issues. But I guess some of us are are are, are holders and some of us are hangers. Yeah, <laughs> as we learned, as we learned, as we learned from Antonio in, in the Hot Chick episode. If you haven't listened to that yet, go listen. It's a banger. One of our best. Very proud. So um, since we yeah. left you, um, Henry DeTamble, unfortunately... In his, like, 30s, he deflowers his 18-year-old wife on her 18th birthday. Yep. And they argue about it. He's he's very aware that he has groomed this young woman. And it's, it's fucked up. And um, his, but his, like, present-day wife, when she finds out about it, she's like, oh, hey, you did the thing where I had sex for the first time. Nice. And he's like, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, because our relationship is built on lies and abuse. Um, yep. And that continues up until the very last second of oh this my God. series. And, I fucking hate it. And 
we meet like her parents and they fucking suck and her yeah. sister hit like her sister's annoying her brother sucks there oh my god there's like a moment where i i can't even they just they just suck and they don't they don't respect what any of their children are doing except for mm-hmm. her brother lawyer and they certainly don't have any respect for time travelers <laughs> yeah people really hate on in the in the last episode as they're like getting ready for the wedding like everyone is so fucking pissed off that they have to deal with a time traveler and they, but like everybody let, knows at this point right yeah a lot of the people well yeah. just just the people closest to him yeah yeah and and he, it's like you guys know for for what for all you know is the only time traveler that exists yeah. like and they're like this dude sucks i agree <laughs> with them fucking hate him yeah. but yeah. yeah i also agree i would but i wouldn't stay friends with him or you know insist on marrying him right um, oh i wouldn't no uh yeah so we learned that man this and her family sucks and they don't like him and he doesn't like them and she's like oh we have to do and at this point they're like getting on each other's nerves and because you're just like hates the young version of him and i agree but i would extend that to like every every version of him yeah so it is really interesting this we we can like yeah (laughs) we can bop back and forth because that's what a detamble does after all that it is predictable then that she always like envisioned herself getting like she thinks in her mind she's in love with the older version right right remember saying this in the last episode that like or maybe two episodes ago something where he she's like i like you in your gray like you're so familiar to me when you're gray uh so due to stress and time hopping a bunch his present day like 28 year old self Mm -hmm. that she doesn't like he ends up in the future a little bit and the 36 year old version of him Mm -hmm. bops back to their wedding day and so he's the version that she gets married to and that's and it's closer to the one that she like was really in love with that's so there's that what's wild the the (laughs) one of the most wild show parts of the show was um, he, so she's about, he's about to have dinner with her parents, and then he gets tied, zipped to 2022, mm-hmm. and he gets in a fight as they do. People are just, like, ready to beat his ass for they time traveling. They constantly just He constantly just, just <laughs> appears in front of motorcycle gangs nude. And then when he gets back, he's all, like, his face is all cut up, and he comes mm-hmm. down to dinner, and and oh, this is fucked up. It's so fucked up. She was like, yeah, we just got in an argument. And I was like, what? Like, so they're just implying that, that then Rose Leslie's character is, like, physically abusive against them. That's their, like, cover story. Right. And he didn't tell her beforehand he was going to say that. And so she's like, oh, my God, I have to, like act right now like this is what happened right. holy shit he's like yeah she got angry at me and then he was like no 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 i fell down in the shower and i was just like i no stop yeah and then there's like weird stuff with her sister yeah um and but tell me about this time traveling baby 
Okay, yeah. So <laughs> let's get into it. The way that it ends is she wants to get pregnant, and so she does. And the first few times, they realize that his thing is genetic, and the baby time travels also, and out of the womb because it can't control mm. it. So she has like whatever. I don't know what you would even term that kind of like a miscarriage. But, I mean, definitely a miscarriage. Wow. Um, and it is so traumatic for her. And he, meanwhile, after I think five tries, uh, gets a vasectomy and doesn't tell her. Great, great. Love that for so, their relationship. Al- yeah, also yeah. just really. And then his 28-year-old self is talking to his 36-year-old self or something and the older version is like telling him this and he's like, I would never do that. I would never lie to what's her face to Rose <laughs> Leslie. I would never lie. I love her so much. I would never forget her name. Uh, and he's like, I know you'll do it because I was your age and I did it. And it, he's like, I don't want to do it. I would never do it. And he's like, well, you're going to do it. It's just like it's saying nothing about bodily autonomy. And Great. it's just like Great. bringing up dumb, <laughs> dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then it ends, the very end is, uh, it's still the wedding day, and the 20, the younger version, the younger kind of douchebag version that was supposed to get married, uh, is with the, an older version of her, who is one year older than him. Okay. Which, again, is like, so, and she's like, oh my god, I'm robbing the cradle now. And it's like, he is one year younger than you. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So 29-year-old her and 28-year-old him are there and she's like, you should come back. And you, like this version of you should come back. And he's like, oh, why? You're married to older me. And she's like, yeah, but I'm, it's, it's still you. I, I married to you. So you should come back. Mm-hmm. And then he, at the, at the very end, and I mean like the credits have started an MCU style. Mm-hmm. They do like a mid credits scene where, he's like why would i even come back i'm gonna get a vasectomy Mm -hmm. like what do you want what do you want with me uh i'm gonna get a vasectomy and she's like yeah but you haven't had it yet and then it just ends like so she's gonna whether he wants to or not like use him to try again like it's all just like let's just fuck up each other's boundaries and Let's fuck up each other's lives <laughs> and, using the power of yeah. time travel. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, I read the movie ends where she has she gets pregnant mm-hmm. uh, after his vasectomy and then the baby survives and then they meet like future versions of the of the child and she's like, "Oh, I time travel, but I figured it out." And it's not I, – I can control it. So, like, dad – and she's, like, five years old. And she's, like, yeah, I'm fine. It, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Oh, my uh, God. That's then, probably – if they were to do, like, a season two, whatever they were setting up for God, at the end, that's – that sounds like it, the movie what did it, it. Yeah. And then – but the future version – she's not five, but she, she says, like, you're going to die on my fifth birthday. So, okay. she tells him and then he does – and they have to come to terms with that. Mm-hmm. Um, But – Fuck this series. Fuck it. It blew. It blew so hard. If anyone, if it, listeners, if any of you, if you know someone who genuinely enjoyed this series, uh, 
Study your brain. Study. Get them in an MRI machine right away. Right away. Tell. Get them to give their top five favorite best things about this series, (laughs) Um, and just let us know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how it's being received. Maybe people hate it, Um, but but it seems like it does bring up a lot of the things that the movie and the book, the book especially, did. Um, So. Yeah, I maybe all a lot of this stuff is in the book, but it's like the che- again we've mentioned this. It's the cheeky way that it puts it, it throws it in your face that it like it's self aware and it knows that it's about all this problematic, awful shit and ultimately about grooming. Mm-hmm. But it, but we still get to do it, and isn't it still romantic? And it's mm-hmm. like, no, no, it's not. It's really not. Um. But uh, what was that timestamp? But um, oh yeah, the timestamp. The tamble, the tamble dong, the tamble dong at okay at the thirty-six minute mark, twelve seconds in into the thirty-six minute <laughs> of season one, episode six yes. of the Time Traveler's Wife. You can see Henry de Tamble's bouncing dong. Yeah, <laughs> follow the bouncing dong. So, you know, pretty wet, uh, pretty bad. That's all there is to say about that. Don't watch it. And don't, don't watch commit it. to a bit that's going to take six <laughs> hours of your life. Yeah. I regret every second. But I don't regret what my wet moment of the week was. We should do them quick because yeah, I'm we'll do done. I hate that I'm done talking about the time. The first time Traveler's Wives Club, which I thought was a really funny uh, title for the bit because of the first Wives Club. I don't know that people were getting that reference to that movie, Um, but maybe they did. And then I had Chris uh, write a little jingle for it. And so that's been playing. And I I just want to shout it out because it's a great little jingle. Did you get a haircut? I did. Oh, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I I forgot. I thought I was getting turtle madness. All right. So, you know, we'll just do some cuz we'll do some quick wet moments of the week. Sophie, what? What you said you had a very wet week. I had week. a very wet week. So, I got I got sick and I thought I had covid. Oh, and yeah. so I was like, there's only after we did extends, I was like there's only one man <laughs> who can comfort me. And so I proceeded over the course of 5 days to watch Six David Cronenberg movies. <laughs> um, some nights I would watch two back to back. I watched Videodrome and Crash back to back. It was ooh, I feel like those would pair well oh, together. Yeah, oh, they pair well together. Uh, it was it was just it was a magical week. Uh, and then of course we got the really horrific news from the Supreme Court. Those absolute fucking bastards fascists um monsters just Just absolute monsters and so i i was like you know what i'm gonna dive deeper into the body horror give me i mean i watched the brood baby i watched dead ringers i was like yeah and i like cronenberg is so wet and and i really felt you know i'm in this position where i'm worried i ended up not having covid thank god i'm worried about that i've caught this global pandemic this global disease disease i'm worried i've caught this disease which we don't know how it affects us and we don't like 
And we're that still learning. We're yeah. still learning and that, that people have just been like, it's over. It's fine. And then on the other hand, we get sort of this this time of mass mass regression in, uh, in far as, as far as social progress and rights. Mm-hmm. And that's really the sweet spot of body horror, baby, because it, body yeah. horror is about both the internal shit that's going on that like your body betrays you. You get old, you, you get pregnant, you get uh, you get a, a disease and and. And the more we try to constrain and conform our bodies to, to what, you know, what society wants them to be, the more that they rebel on us. And then on the other hand, we get, you know, uh, external forces around us that try, that try to, try to police, police our bodies and, 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 and say what's okay or what's not. They try to put, uh, they're just trying to put the VHS, uh, of, they're tra- of control into the stomach vagina of of your life baby uh they're trying to yeah they're trying to they're trying to stop you being horny for cars they're trying mm-hmm. to stop you from having uh from having asexual uh reproduction of babies that manifest your as your rage and trauma they don't want you to do that and but Cronenberg no. is like you can do it you can do it um, that is to say, everybody, I think, uh, I do go think- Go watch as many Cronenberg movies in a row as possible. Go do it. I've reached Run. a higher plane of existence. Um. Yeah. Sidebar. Yeah. Uh, should we do a double feature of Crash and Cars? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Great idea. Great <laughs> idea. I, I was just thinking, like, oh, I really wish we had another good idea for a double feature that we can argue something dumb about how they're connected. Uh, and then this just sort of, yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Oh yeah. The thing about Crash is that that they don't want you to watch it. It's not available for streaming oh. anywhere. But I have the I have a link. I have a link. Don't worry. Oh, all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good. Also, we've watched. We found a way to watch every single movie that we picked. Yes, uh, exactly. And we don't yeah. pick movies based on their availability. Remember, everyone, I still own Venom. <laughs> if anyone ever wants to watch Venom with me, uh, I own it forever. And not Morbius yet, though we did watch Morbius. Oh, we did watch it's, Morbius, and we've just glossed yeah. over that. But it's, it's kind of wet. It's really dumb. It's, I was... You know, honestly... I, I thought it would be more fun to make fun of, and it's just like it was just not, a great movie. It was just a great <laughs> film, is the thing. I don't and see so it's, it's hard. It was hard good, to make fun, but, of. but it wasn't that bad. Is the thing. It's like it oh, was I fine. It was <laughs> I thought it was terrible. I I don't know. I you've made me watch so. You you <laughs> haven't. Uh, the 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 conceit of the show has yes, made me exactly. watch. Just movies I would never, never deign to watch. And Morbius, Morbius, it was a fun, it was a good little romp. I liked Morbius about as much as Secret of the Use, if I'm being honest. I hate to say it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I liked them both the same, which is not that, like, I regret watching them, but I'm not going to watch either of them again, ever. No, no, no. I think I liked Secret of the Use more, um, because, again, there was a certain... It was very influenced by, you know, it it reminded me of the film Magnolia, um, it reminded me of, um, 
Yeah, just the the greatest French New Wave films, uh, <laughs> because you know they're just like you're not really gonna get it, and that's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Exactly. It's it's all right. Uh, yeah. So my wet moment of the week, besides Morbius, because that was a couple weeks ago, was that or no, it was just last week. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Morbius like... time on you. After you've seen more, it's pre-Morbius and post-Morbius. Yeah. Um. And and that's what it's like. Yeah. It's like just always. It's before. all. You're you're always as far away from watching Morbius as you always were and always will be. Yeah. And no one knows how how it works. Did you know um, that Marie Antoinette? was closer to the pyramids being constructed as we are to the filming of Morbius. Morbius. It's wild. Yeah. 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 It, it is. It's yeah. Our brain doesn't think so, it's, but that's them's the fact. It's like a rival when you uh, mm-hmm. see Morbius, when, when you create Morbius, when you start in Morbius, time, your view of time shifts and, yep. and, and it's, it's no longer linear. No. Uh, so besides Morbius, it's sort of in the same universe? Question mark? I don't fucking know anymore. I forgot that Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness came out on Disney Plus, and I hadn't got around to seeing that in theaters. I am very selective now, uh, in, in the pandemic world, reality we live in. Very selective. Uh... Crimes of the Future, first week, had to be there. Had to be there. Um, but I just, I was going to wait till it came out on Disney Plus, and it did. And it's really wet. It's surprised. It's one of the wettest, if not the wettest, which isn't saying a whole lot, of um, the MCU. Okay. I really liked it. Be- I have no notes. Uh, it's Sam <laughs> wow. Raimi. And it's Sam Raimi doing his doing his like dumb but spooky bullshit, and I love it so much. It's like, well, I know it's not like my favorite MCU movie. I don't even think it's in like the top five, but okay. I do really, I really like it. I was surprised, liked it more than I thought I was going to. It picks up a lot in the second half, and I just like it's a it's a weird little one off thing that Sam Raimi got to do, and it's it's, uh, it made me realize that. What I crave more, like what I need from an MCU movie, or really honestly any movie, I'm going to say it, any movie, if I'm going to like it, if I'm going to enjoy it, it needs to be dumb, like in some way, at least a little bit. If it's not, if it's like too pretentious and it's like not trying to be dumb at all, I'm not going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the MCU movies are not trying to be that dumb. And this one, uh uh-uh. This one is just, like, dumb as hell. I love it. And it's really good. It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to do, it's sort of newish, so I don't want to do, like, too many spoilers. But, um. I think you should spoil it. If we're we're about (laughs) to spoil Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, (laughs) The Secret of the Ooze. I think the people who want to listen to this episode have probably seen... Something okay. called Doctor Strange's Magical Multiverse of Madness. Madness. First yeah. of all, I was like, mm, I've seen matter multiverses, first of all. Yes. Like, yeah. 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 Hen- would you say like Henry DeTamble like out outshines anything, any bullshit that, uh, exactly. that fucking the Scarlet Witch could do? 
Exactly. So this is uh, much like Henry DeTamble. There are many different versions of Doctor Strange. You don't actually, you don't actually see that many of them in the movie. I kind of thought there would be <laughs> a shit ton of them, but you meet like four. And when, um, like, w- what's the timestamp where he sucks his own dick? <laughs> yeah. Come on, fucking Marvel. Do, do this. Go there. I will say, there were some things that I was like, oh my God, Sam Raimi, I can't believe you got, I can't believe you got this in an MCU movie. There are some like brutal death scenes oh, that are like yeah. Yeah, I gotta see this. Yeah, it's I'm I feel bad because like I don't want to make it out to be like it's that good of a movie. It's really not. It's just dumb in the best ways. And I happen to enjoy Sam Raimi's like horror camp like style. So it's very Evil Dead, very uh, original Spider Man trilogy. I love Uh it. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, so. Doctor Strange, like, one of the versions of him in one of the universes has died at the beginning of yeah. beginning of the movie. One of the first thing I think it's the first thing that happens is he dies. And l- later on, he learns that he can, like, inhabit the body of another version of himself using, like, dark magic. So he has to do that at some point. Okay. And, the o- and they're like, oh, but the- your body in this universe is that you need to get to you you can't jump into your body you were dead and he was like i didn't say i was gonna jump into a living body or something dumb like that oh, God. and you you're like oh my god and he jumps into his own dead decaying body and is a zombie version of himself oh god and then these goopy little demon things like from fucking ghost <laughs> the movie ghost <laughs> if you remember those little goopy demon guys uh-huh those start like attacking him and he's uh someone is like use them stop fighting them use them and he's like oh yeah and he like gathers all the little goopy ghouls together and fashions them into a cape and so he wear it's a zombie version of him wearing but it's his regular consciousness inside his dead body yeah it's his regular consciousness that's disgusting I mean, I <laughs> yeah. support it. Like, like again, I support it. Like, I think I think Doctor Strange should be allowed to do it. But like, <laughs> being in a decaying meat suit, no, thank I know, you. Sophie. I do just want to remind you, his name is Doctor Strange. So, like, <laughs> yeah, <he's> gonna- <laughs> but like, all he all because I haven't seen any of his movies. So, all my only context of seeing like Spider Man and and uh, oh yeah and. The Avengers, he's just a guy that comes up and does like some some okay. like finger twirling and yeah. he makes he he's always making a big cir- circle with his yeah, hands. He's, he's got to oh, keep he, doing they it. They fucking love those circles, He loves man. to just just do that and I'm just like, "All right, all right." So I never found him that strange. He gets really strange in this one. This is the one where I was like, "Doctor Strange when I was growing up, he was always like I was really into him because he was uh he was the weird one. He was mm-hmm. well there are other weird superheroes but he was into like really weird shit because he's the sorcerer supreme. So he's into like mm-hmm. demons and magic and other realms and it should get weird like this is yeah. what I I I'm like I can see people not liking this because it gets really dumb and weird and I'm like that's what I wanted but from Doctor Strange this whole for time. Him- like, it's not even, like, a superhero or pseudonym. Like, his name is Stephen Strange, and he yeah. has, like, a PhD, right? Yeah. So, yeah. it's just his name. 
yeah, so what do you mean name. his name is Doctor Strange? His pa- like that's his family name. Does it mean <laughs> he know. has to be he, strange? He didn't adopt it. Okay, wait. Let me just tell you about like the wildest death in this scene too, right. or in the movie too, because that's it's also wet. And then we'll move on. I've seen I, I've seen the clips that were posted on Twitter. Okay, is it one probably, of those? Is it Black Bolt? No, it was. It's a. Uh, Jim from the office being turned into like soup. Yeah, I didn't think that was that wasn't my, that wet. I thought it was that hilarious. was one of them. I thought that it was, was one of them. Yeah, but the one that like really made me be like, oh my god, was uh, there are there are a bunch, but for me it was uh, Black Bolt who is who is like John Krasinski where he's like, you'll only see this version of black bolt like in this universe uh-huh. in this movie we won't see these again because they get turned into soup um but black bolt is one of them he is a superhero in our universe too i believe and his thing is he has like supersonic sound like he if he whispers it will like demolish a house or or a human or something because he can like yell I don't know how to describe what his powers are. He has like supersonic blasting sound. So he has to be quiet all the time unless he wants to kill somebody. And he's about to like kill the Scarlet Witch. And John Krasinski is like, "Uh, Wanda, like, be careful. Black Bolt with one whisper, he'll he'll like rip you to shreds. And she was like, with what mouth or something like that. Love it. Love it. And like Sam Raimi shit. Yeah, and he, he had, like, Keanu from The Matrix, mm-hmm. like, he, he has, like, a flesh thing over his mouth, and then he goes, mm, and he goes, like, say something, because, like, oh, my God, help, I can't breathe, or whatever, and his head just explodes, because he heard his sound, his <gasps> voice inside his own head. Wait, so he's just never heard his <laughs> <Hummed>. own voice? <laughs> <Hummed>. What? <laughs> Or his oh, I don't know how his thing works. (laughs) What? So he's never like if he listened to like a voicemail from himself. (gasps) I'm not sure if that would kill him, but yeah, surely he's able. You hear yourself talk. Maybe he wears um, earphones or something, or maybe he wears earplugs or something. You can, but that makes yourself. You can still hear yourself talk when you have earplugs on. In fact, it sounds louder. Okay, well, listen. I I told you this movie's dumb as hell. <laughs> it's so dumb. And Sam Raimi was like, "I just want to implode a guy's head." I love it. He, I love he, it. So Black Bolt, his yeah, let's figure this out. It's his voice. It's an electron harnessing ability linked to the space. I think maybe it has it like goes out. And mm-hmm. by containing it inside, because it looks mm-hmm. like he, he is like a shockwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by yeah. containing it in his mouth, yeah, it it implodes. Yeah, you I got love it. it. I love yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. I also want to see like he's just never heard his own voice before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, that must be. He's always listening to like really loud uh, white noise headphones. Mm-hmm. Noise. Yeah. Well, I mean, the X-Men, there's like an X-Men that has to do that or something. I don't know. You know who my favorite X-Men is? Who, no, I don't Henry think I do. Henry DeTamble. <laughs> oh, yeah. What an what an X-Men power he has. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, he my needs God. He needs a Charles Xavier to guide him. He, to 
beat his ass is what I want to <laughs> see. I want to see all the X-Men just fucking wail on him. Descend upon Henry yeah. Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. And Nightcrawler is like, I can take my fucking clothes with me, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't show is up naked everywhere. Thing? Uh, and Mystique is like, I don't want to. You are hot, but I don't want to be you because I don't want people to think I'm you. Yeah, or I don't want to the- flop on my dong all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just landed on my dong every single time I time travel. <laughs> and Magneto's like, you know what? After meeting you, uh, I'm not. I don't think mutants should exist. I, I think. Wait, do you know what <laughs> I just thought it. of? <laughs> what? This, this is worth. Like, I don't care that we're going long. This is worth it. Why doesn't he? harvest his own skin from different versions of himself uh, surgically and make clothing out of his own skin (laughs) so that he can wear them and travel with and he always wears it under all his clothes. (laughs) You ever think about that, Stephen fucking Moffat? Why are you doing that instead of all the dumb grooming shit? Yeah. I mean, I want to say that, like, because it's not a part of his body anymore it would still time travel on its own and we get like a meat meat suit would show up in the middle of new york city you're right you'd have to track down the meat suit (laughs) (laughs) that's a show i would watch it's just a naked (laughs) time traveler trying to track down his own meat suit (laughs) and (laughs) his own skin suit i guess we should say yeah it's meat but yeah Yeah. the skin is meat all right yeah yeah okay all right Oh, we well, don't. We I don't, don't have time to get into it. When I buy meat, sometimes it has skin on it. It does, but I wouldn't say that <laughs> the skin is the meat part. No, it's not the meat part. Okay. It has to have meat with it. Okay. I don't know how thick, how many layers you'd have to go for. I mean, because he really lands hard, so he might want like some armor and and have yeah. like some layers of muscle. No, it's Magneto would be able to fi- figure it out for him. Yeah. Another thing he could do is he could do like the prestige with a bunch of different versions of he could do he could there's do the so many different so things easily. they could explore in this yeah. show. <laughs> he could do, well he could do any twin movie. He could do The Parent Trap. Yep. He could do Sister Sister. He he, he could do Freaky Friday, don't ask me how. <laughs> <laughs> but but every time he tries, he gets distracted and has to suck his own dick. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, okay all right so very wet things all very wet things and so let's just we go ninjas go ninjas go go ninjas go ninjas go yeah oh my god we thought we were doing the right thing i thought we were doing the right thing by i think we were inspired to do this movie from when we went to see crimes of the future like in an at like a one of those little games that they put before the show one of the answers for the trivia questions was teenage mutant ninjas 2 secret of the ooze and we were like there's a movie called secret of the ooze like we have to do that and we thought we were doing the right thing and i just don't know that it would have been the wettest ninja turtles movie i don't think so yeah. yeah, I think it, we 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 should have probably picked the first one. Um, but that's okay. We did secret this, ooze, so now we wet. figured it there's out. There's wet moments. No, this is very yeah. wet, and, and there's ooze in it. This so. is one. It's to me one of the most critically wet openings of any yeah, movie. Yeah, totally. I, oh yeah, just ever just crowds of people making out with pizza. <laughs> I lost my mind <laughs> last night. I was like, 
what is happening? Because <laughs> I, I get is we, this supposed to make us think that we're in like an alternate, uh, a multiverse, uh, a parallel so universe? Is this? I really think they're trying to establish like we're in we're in New York City, baby. <laughs> uh, and number two, this is a teen. This is a teenage mutant. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing, and it's pizza is to the mutant turtles as lasagna is to Garfield, right? As marmalade is to Paddington Bear, and as spinach is to Popeye, exactly. As thinking thinking of a joke, as, as his own piss is <laughs> to Kevin Costner. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So. I think they're trying to establish that, but that could have been done with, like, two or three shots <laughs> yeah. of, like, a couple people eating, or, like, or a wide shot of people hanging in New York, some of them eating pizza, some of them doing other activities. <laughs> no, this is an alternate reality where the city of New York has learned that that either, like, they they have some kind of virus that's making them consume pizza, <laughs> or they just got the call the ma- the call from the mayor, uh, Mayor Dinkins. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. the mayor of, of New York in in 1991 was Mayor Dinkins. Hate to hate to laugh. Probably did some horrendous <laughs> shit, and uh, but must have passed some sort of pizza. He uh, legislation that this was the last night anyone could consume pizza, and it's a bacchanalia of pizza. <laughs> Listen, everyone is slurping down these cheesy slices of pizza, and I was like, "This is a Dadaist, Lynchian, <laughs> just real weird shit." Oh yeah, and several, like more than one of the little vignettes you get of the the like you said bacchanalia of pizza slurping Uh is like several of them are sexual they are they really are yeah they where the the slurping of the cheese is like used as you know a metaphor Mm -hmm. for yeah and i'm like this movie is for children (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah this is a this is a critically wet opening um, and you, it comes out of nowhere. I was like asking myself, oh my God, something must have happened in the first one that made it so that the only food left in the world <laughs> is pizza. Like, what happened in the first movie? I, uh, and I, and I, no, I don't, I, just, I don't think yeah, that's the case yeah. at all. Oh man. Yeah. This is like a real, yeah. I was like, did Lars von Trier make the second Ninja Turtles movie in the 90s? <laughs> And he did. Yeah, this movie was directed by Lars von Trier. Um, prequel to Nymphomaniac. Yeah. You know, many people recognize him for that. It's but. just pizza. Pizza. The pizza guy who who is, I don't know if we know, his name is Kino. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we know him from the first movie, but I feel like okay, we don't. So the answer to that one is uh-huh. kind of. <laughs> and what I mean by that is. He was the body double for one of the Ninja Turtles. He was in the suit in the first one. And everybody liked him so much. And he had had expressed interest in acting. So they wrote him a role in where he's not in the suit for this movie. And I believe that because it really does seem like it it was a role. They're like, hey, you're on the set. (laughs) (laughs) But every plot point in this was like. 
and every character, it was like, oh, I guess, yeah, I guess we're doing a movie here. Yeah, guess, oh, they're I like, oh, we gotta, yeah, we're still, fuck, we're still we're rolling. We're still rolling, this has, guys. This has to be, like, at least an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. okay. Just under. Um, I, and then I looked, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. It was an hour 28. Oh, yeah. Love it. And, of course, I see Jim Henson yeah. uh, involved, or at least his, his studio. Yes. So, this movie has, like, a very infamous history. Um, there's a really great uh, Den of Geek article okay. uh, called What Went Wrong with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. And it's about the producer. Uh, it's an interview with, yeah, like an interview with the producer, basically. And, um, yeah, it just, like, a bunch of shit. Fa- they made this movie too fast. This movie came out. Yeah. Came yep. out less than a year after the first one. Mm-hmm. Which speaks to how fast they could have made it because they didn't like they greenlit the second one off of the success of the first one. Um, So they like got this to everyone was just pushed to make this way too fast. Um, And so that's what a bunch of like, oh, we'll get into it. But some of the characters like the fucking turtle, the snapping turtle and the wolf, the two bad guys in this movie, they were just like. They didn't want to have to deal with the rights to any bad guys from the comic books yep. and like from the the original creators. That so out. they were just like, go find to we like we need to have this movie come out in theaters tomorrow. <laughs> we need we need you to go just like find two random like creatures from Jim Henson's like shop. Okay. And uh, so they just like the best they could come up with was a wolf and a snapping turtle that they say in this movie. Now, Shredder's like, and these are the two most vicious animals you could find. And it's a wolf and a snapping turtle. Oh, my God. Are the two most vicious animals. So they just like cobbled this together from a bunch of stuff from Jim Henson's uh, workshop. Jim Henson passed away very shortly into the production okay. of this movie okay. um and so it's dedicated to him yeah. and and it's it is his his company but was so done like over his dead body it was literally <laughs> done over his dead body and they like the turtle suits and the animatronics on the face are like incredible like this mm-hmm. is still jim henson stuff they they use the same the same stuff from the first one that everybody loves. Just really expressive puppetry mm-hmm. uh, from these turtles. Say what you will about the plot of this movie. Nothing happens and yet so mm-hmm. many things mm-hmm. happen. The turtles, they be looking good. These are good. They, like, they, I think the I most wanted current... to gnaw on the costumes. Oh, yes. I wanted to tear because they seemed soft. They seemed mm-hmm. like... Oh, they seemed like uh, a Hulk toy from the '90s that you just yes. not not too not a stretchy one, but one made out of like you know that material that you can like just take a bite out of. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's like sofa material. It's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah that's, this was that delicious. is definitely and I and thank God because I was like, no more pizza shots. Let's look at these delicious. <laughs> nips. Wait till they all start consuming yeah. those delicious turtles. So okay. This is where this is where I get confused. I think so. My understanding from both the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated show and from the theme song that kind of explains their deal mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. I thought they had distinct personalities. Yeah, and in this they don't. They the only 
thing that was clear is that they like to bully Raphael. Yeah. To a point that is upsetting. Michelangelo was not s- sillier or more fun than any no. of them. Leonardo wasn't really a leader. Donatello wasn't like a sweetheart. And Raphael, he wasn't that much of a dick, but they were like, it, it, they bullied him so hard. They There's a point where he goes missing for a third of the film. Yeah. They do not care. They're like, no. fuck that guy. Somebody is that- else is like, don't you have to go find your other guy? They were and like, like, we hope oh. he's dead. We hope he's in a soup. <laughs> yeah. It's so mean. And I know. I wonder if their personalities were more distinct in the first one. And this one was like just about the fighting. There were so many fight sequences, which is like what the they purposefully put like a shit ton of fight sequences because I guess like little boys at the time just wanted to see martial arts. So and, I, uh, I learned two things. So one, Corey Feldman was uh, yeah. was uh, axed as, or, or he was fired from being the voice. And like, right. I'm sure that had a big impact because like what, what child star is going to uh, live up to Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah. And the second thing is, um, the, the fight sequences and stuff. Oh, they got rid of their weapons because yeah. they, and they made them fight with their bare fists because right. they wanted – they thought the first one was too violent. But yes. I don't know. Something about like a turtle beating you with like their own fist versus like a fun katana or like nunchucks. Yeah. There's something more visceral about that. I'm more yes. scared – if I saw a, teen- a teenage mutant ninja turtle – and he was like about to fight me with his bare fists versus if I saw him with like a fun little like uh, morning star or, or sword, I'd be like, mm-hmm. that's adorable. He's on theme. Yes. That other guy, I don't know where he's coming from. The sewers. Because they, but- the sewer, yeah, they still have to like, they still have to beat you up. And I don't care. I don't, I don't care about like, Whatever, you know, Batman or Superman or whatever one is like, I'm never, my thing is I don't kill people. I just like, I just maim them or whatever. It's like, that's, but it's different for every person. And like, you're definitely killing them sometimes. Like, you You, can't, you can't say. Batman, are you following up in the hospital? Like, are you checking in on their progress? Like. Like, yeah, you-, you you can't say that you've never killed someone, but you've like beaten people up till till uh, uh, the point of unconsciousness, and then, like, like a which week he later, does they have all a brain the hemorrhage. fucking time. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 or yeah, irreparable irreparable brain damage or whatever. Um, it, it it's it doesn't matter. Like, just you're, kill people. You're still. It's like I hate when the superheroes are like, um, I just punch people till they're unconscious <laughs> i don't ever kill people and grow up, i think grow like up. it's like this is what the turtles are dealing with they've still have to they still have to beat up all the bad guys and by beat up it's like beat them till they're unconscious like these turtles are for for all we know killing all of these people with their bare hands how is that not more violent like, it's more violent to me it's it's sick and twisted um, Caitlin, I mean, did, did you grow up with the Ninja Turtles? Are they important to you? You know, 
my brother really loved them and so I sort of absorbed them a little bit through him. Okay. I would watch I'm sure I caught some of the TV show. I wasn't really into into them too much. They had great action figures and action figure sets yeah. though. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit into the toys. They would have like they had this one from the 90s that was like you would load little pizza discs that were probably a choking hazard oh, um, yeah. into like all like, good things uh, in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. In you'd load them like into they were like plastic hard little discs of pizza that you'd load into like uh it worked sort of like a Nerf gun, but it was like their uh vehicle, which you don't see in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if they have it in other ones, but they had like a like a Batmobile type of like turtle vehicle. I'm sure it has a name. And it would like shoot the pizzas out. Oh um, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. But also like this franchise really relying on pizza. like really leaning heavily on they were like all right we got they just like getting to teenage mutant ninja turtles like getting all the way there that took a lot out of them they were like all right we we got time for one more thing they have master splinter and they have one enemy shredder uh (laughs) that's all oh my god that was exhausting Everything else is pizza based. <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. Uh, they're like, what are they into? What is their what is their stuff? And they're like, oh my god, we gave them one personality trait each. Uh, fuck. I did, they all just love pizza. Everything's about pizza. Their aesthetic is pizza. Their what they believe in pizza. Motivation pizza. Everything is pizza. Um, yeah. And it worked because that's what children in the nineties. That was their motivation yep. for everything. That was what was you know behind everything at every party uh mm-hmm. yeah i th- i i think yeah I, well, I was just not familiar with them very much i liked their toys sounds like you you were a fan of the i know the show was great like people love the, yeah, the I show it occasionally all i've really retained from it is that michelangelo is a party dude yeah uh and i think it, like that uh, michelangelo is a party dude <laughs> And and it's it's Raphael who's cool but rude. Cool but rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not come. Neither of those came came through. No, no uh, not at all. Raphael was just awful. Um, but but he was just rude and bullied. Um, so he was just like Kevin. And let's talk about Kevin. That's not. It's not a good. Let's not bring Ezra Miller into this. <laughs> no, please uh, don't. Let's not. Don't, uh, don't anyone bring Ezra Miller anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> Let's 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 not Unless do you that. You want to have a real bad time. Um, Which brings me to a point because um, people were making jokes about Ezra Miller releasing them in the Supreme Court. Um, oh, do you think God. a teenage mutant ninja turtle could assassinate a Supreme Court justice, or do you think yeah. they're too? Because they would get get this. I think they would. They have the element of surprise. You can cut this if you don't want us to end up on a list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting this. This is good. This is it, hypothetical. Whether... We're not yeah. planning this. No, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are not real. <laughs> They're not real. And uh, but we're not planning this. Honestly, they just Hypothetically, fucking... not yeah. our Supreme Court, but as on Earth 2 – they're Supreme the, the Court. The ones that are eating pizza all the, the time in this alternate pizza. universe that where they're always eating pizza, that Supreme Court. Can they get by? Because they don't, even though they can lurk, 
they, these Ninja Turtles don't have the element of surprise because they show up, they burst on the scene. They're mutants. They, yeah, they, if they were scream, regular turtle sized, they might have a better chance. But they're just gigantic. Vanilla monsters, Ice so. is going to announce their presence and oh, then yeah. make a whole rap on the spot about them. That's their biggest barrier but to being a ninja. I think, but because like they don't die, I think they could do it. I think they. Yeah, could do I think it. they could do it too. They do, and it like it. If you mean, do they, would they morally, ethically be able to do it? They do whatever the fuck Splinter says. They'll they'll just, Splinter will be like, kill these guys. And they're like, okay. Or they'll be like, oh, we do what you said. Splinter, we kill those guys. What did we kill them for? Like, I think they'll, if Splinter tells them to, they'll do anything. They'll do whatever Splinter. And Splinter, he's pretty wise. So I think he would see the the benefit, the long game. Yeah, he would, yeah, he would see the benefit. The, he would be on the right side of the battle against human rights that's <laughs> happening in that's happening in their dimension, their universe right now. You know who wouldn't? Fucking Shredder, dude. Fucking Shredder, <laughs> dude. Also, naming a char- naming two of the biggest characters, Shredder and Splinter. Uh, it's is so confusing. Tough. This is this is where this is where it's like a Bunuel film. I'm like, there's too much going. You got to slow down. I watched. Yeah. I went to YouTube. I was like, ending explained. They were like, end the YouTube. <laughs> what didn't you get? What the secret Listen, of the and was? Some, some YouTuber came on and was like, uh, so Vanilla Ice in the real world is a rapper and he sings for the Ninja Turtles. And I was like, Vanilla, what? That, it, was, it wasn't a real spontaneous concert? I lost my fucking mind. He didn't just on the spot freestyle rap a, a, a song about the turtles? This isn't a documentary? I'm, I was lost in sea. I, or, yeah. I'm, or I've been stressed out and sick. I don't know. So, the little ninja boys, um, they're, you know, saying Cowabunga, and then Raphael says Periostroika. Yeah, they're just like saying and stuff. And they were like, shut up, bitch. Like, <laughs> don't say Periostroika. And then he's like, Frere Jaca. I think they're trying to do like a word game, but I'm not, I'm lost. I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. No. I'm unmoored. I'm in a sensor deprivation tank. But it was 1991, so Periostroika would have been like pretty hilarious to joke about at that point. Yeah, I think it may be like, which was the one that said that? I think it was Raphael because they were like, shut up, bitch. We'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They fucking hate Raphael. (sighs) Dude, maybe because Raphael's just like a little bit more woke than them. And he's just like a little bit more tapped into the political climate. Yeah. And he's just disappointed. He has to get disappointed that his his bros are not. Now, are they related? I thought Donatello was the... The <laughs> the nerdy one. Um, that is a good question <laughs> because I we all they're assume as related as any ran- like <laughs> as any turtles are any like living turtles on Earth. Okay. So next time we see just just turtles hanging out a log, I'm gonna ask you: Are they related? Okay. Because canonically, what well, what I learned from this movie. Uh-huh. Is that when the ooze gets on you? Yeah. Although this might not be what happens, the ooze gets on you. You gain sentience, right, or at least the ability to talk, mm-hmm. and then you're like a baby, right? And then 
then they were in a sewer for 15 years and now they're yeah. teenagers? Or is it that the ooze made them 15-year-olds <laughs> right away? And Ooh. or were, were was were the turtles in their teen years? I always assumed Splinter raised them. I I assume that too. So which is wild. So maybe they were babies when. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. They they were babies. These four baby turtles. It, they got in the ooze. The ooze uh-huh. happened to them, and so they were like real life babies. Also, like. Mentally, they were babies because they just gained sentience and powers. And so, and then they grew uh, exponentially. And so, 15 years later, mentally and physically, they're 15 years. Yeah. Now, the wolf and the snapping turtle that have names, I don't Oh, I wrote it down because it was like, that's something I can contribute because I didn't understand this movie. Um, Their names are Raza and Tokar. Okay, so Raza and Tokar, Which, I think, were not baby animals when mm, they okay. were turned with the ooze. So, yes, mentally, when they gained sentience, they were, like, sort of at a baby level, but they were not baby bodies. They were big, giant monster bodies. But the professor who works at TGRI, by the way, ooze, this is going to be a very chaotic episode, ooze is the green stuff that turn, that turns animals into mutants. Yes, yeah, first of all, the secret of the ooze is not a big secret. The secret is just like its chemical waste. It's what and the turtles thought. The, yeah, the yeah. turtles thought that they were, I think, what I got was like the turtles think they were part of like a plan and an experiment and that they or knew because they knew them. about they knew about the ooze. Uh-huh. Like that was the thing is they knew about the ooze. Splinter is like, you remember this vial of ooze from the first movie right. <laughs> and they were like, yeah we remember that from the first movie and so i was like oh they're already aware of the ooze the ooze isn't even a secret the secret of the ooze is just like the turtles are like oh we didn't realize it was like no toxic waste the secret of the ooze is corporate <laughs> malfeasance that's yes. what it okay, comes yes. down to is yes. that uh, it's, it's a, just toxic runoff. It's to- toxic runoff. Um, so, but why is this disappointing to the turtles? Because why they is this thought a big secret? God had created them in his image is how <laughs> I interpreted it. They, but they always, they, <laughs> they established they were created movie. for a purpose and it yes, was just okay, a random. Yes. He, yeah. They thought they were created for a purpose and it's random. Okay. Just yeah. so we all, that's what I interpreted the secret they're, of the ooze to te- be. Teenage Mutant Ninja God. Yeah. Is dead. Is dead um, so for them. The thing is, is that the doctor from TGRI, the, the, yeah. the pharmaceutical company, when he gave I and again, it was, yeah, it was like it was like the illusionist, the way that the plot Ooh. the plot just kind of bounced back and forth. Yes, I love that analogy. That's great. That's how you feel watching this movie. <laughs> Like you like you're watching the illusionist. I yeah, agree. you're like you're like Edward Norton. Except wait, none this of it is makes not sense the in the last five minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like I thought I was watching the Prestige. Um, basically, he put something into the ooze so that when it was given to the uh, Raza and Tokar, uh-huh. they wouldn't have intelligence, so they wouldn't be as dangerous. So they would have lower intellectual ability. And but still be huge, and that was his sort of harm reduction. Oh, okay. But and then, but it wasn't really working, and right. that's why they need to get carbon 
dioxide into their system because they were burping too much and that was slowing down what he called the anti-mutagen that was supposed to make them stupid the thing is is that to have like a sort of like berserker class beast right right typically you don't need high intelligence right so yeah, I don't think it makes them like less dangerous. I think that maybe just they, but they were kind of like babies. I don't know. Shredder, Shredder, what is your plan? We're we're Dude, bringing this back. What was the plan? What I don't I understand. thought the plan was always so he could use the ooze. He he wanted to the. His own. Uh, he kidnapped the the. Chemist, the scientist. To what end? He, to what end? Well, I think he Power? wants his own supply of the ooze so he can create like an army for himself. And also he wanted to do what he does at the end, which is take use the ooze on himself. I think but he wanted True. both of those things to happen, but definitely like create an army with the ooze. But he didn't know the exact chemical makeup or where it came from. So he needed the pharmaceutical scientist to make him more ooze synthesize him more ooze to use it on an army also practically what his deal was was they had always planned on making like when this movie came out shredder was the villain of the first movie and people are like what the he's still the villain of the second one you just are like well nope he didn't die in the first one now he's back for this one no new bad guys none none new bad guys and they were they had always intended to make Krang, which mm-hmm. is like a giant brain inside like the torso. I don't know. Everybody knows what Krang yeah, is. I'm sorry. I don't know Krang. I'm so I'm sorry. I don't the know. Teenage Krang, Mutant Ninja Turtle. T- the teenage t- t- the mean mean age mutant ninja myrtles. Uh fans are mad at us, but listen, yeah. I say this, I've now met and talk to a couple people who have only watched Tokyo Drift. And yeah. they are then like, yeah, I get what Fast and Furious is about. And I'm like, <laughs> no. No, fuck no, you don't. You watch no. the pre the prequel yeah. to the what is both a prequel and a sequel in this nonlinear labyrinth and mar- marathon. You don't get it. You don't yeah. get the you don't get it. Um, and I feel like that's we've watched the We've watched the Tokyo Vice. Tokyo oh, Vice. Totally. Not Tokyo Vice. Tokyo Drift. Yeah. I hope I said Tokyo Drift the first time. Uh, you you s- did. Not the um, Ansel Elgort show. Tokyo Vice. Tokyo Vice, the uh, HBO Ansel Elgort show. You should probably also not watch that. Um, we're not... We don't support Ansel Elgort. We're not going to do the first Tokyo Vice Drift club uh we're not we're not watching tokyo vice for you fucks no but i think we've just seen the tokyo drift of this series and we're trying to from that reverse engineer what what this is about yeah but basically they were like they had plans to have a different Mm -hmm. villain to have krang everybody's favorite krang everybody's favorite brain guy and they were they just like they were planning on it and they were like no you need to have this movie done tonight <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh, oh okay um, we off still the top have shredder's costume oh, yeah it clearly in in that the, the ending it was clearly like they were like 
we need like you need to leave this set by 5 p.m. with a movie because at the end they were like oh shredder's still they literally one of the fucking turtles was like oh shredder's still here i guess we should fight him (laughs) and one of them was just like shredder man come on just like look inside yourself and realize you don't want to do this and i was like you are hours into fighting this guy and you think that's gonna work vanilla ice just like you just danced on stage with him what i don't know I don't. I don't know. So basically, I like the part where the only part of the movie where I perked up for a second uh-huh. was like, oh, I like this. They got me was the mom a bit when Toka and Rezar, you you really you get to know them for the first time. And he <laughs> and Shredder is like, when it is over, you will call me master. <laughs> was funny that was a funny yeah. slapstick scene that was great i have two really controversial things to ask okay. <laughs> <laughs> one yeah why do these teen turtles uh-huh. hang out and live with an, a- an adult journalist i wrote that i was like they i know that's in every with- single one is that april <laughs> and Neil- sometimes april i researched i read the entire i didn't research this at all i but i read the entire Wikipedia of April O'Neil's character. Oh, okay. So, like, I know about her in the comics. Like, sometimes she she has, like, a boyfriend yep. who's not a teen turtle. No. Uh, sometimes she's a teen herself. Less okay. weird. I think in the in the show, sometimes she she's Megan Fox. Great. Sometimes she's Megan Fox. Sometimes she's we. If we had watched the first movie, we would have gotten the mom from Halloween Town. I know. Baby. I know. <laughs> Judith Hogue. Um, but no, we got this other girl. That's fine because she looks like a Seinfeld love interest and dresses like one. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yes. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, and acts like one. Talks like one. Uh, and I can't date okay. her. She's got teen turtles in her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part is their old man rat dad is there with them the whole time because the. Four teenagers and their adult rat father, <laughs> who is the size of an old man. Like, he's yeah, just basically yeah, yeah. an old man, except more disgusting because he's a rat, lives with this woman. And I don't know if they explained that in the first one, but yeah, it's fucking weird. It's, to me, it's like the relationship between Gordon and Batman, right? It's like Gordon's kind of like. What does April O'Neil, but who is she to them? What she's does a she journalist. Do for them? So she can, like, she can like investigates stuff for them, or she's like, "Hey, turtles, here's the lead." I think okay. I might be re- again. I haven't seen this show in probably like eighteen years. Uh-huh. Um, and they can also and they bring stories to her. They eat pizza with her, but it's okay, like yeah. yeah. So it's kind of reminds me of like that symbiotic relationship that Gordon and Batman have together. Yes, okay. But like Batman is in his, in, he's an adult. It's less yeah. weird. 
Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. He he is the sort of caretaker of Batman's estate, Bruce Wayne's estate. Whereas, like this woman just like has an apartment, and these turtles just live in it. And she like <laughs> is on the new. Like, well, she does do investigate the 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 ooze spill. And so yeah. she does okay, get that yeah. information. So we see that. Yeah. So my second most controversial question. Mm-hmm. Are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles child soldiers? Oh, okay. Um, yes, I believe they are. I don't know how anyone could say otherwise. I and yet people fucking love them. They're, they're older, but it's really like they're very much teen- teens. They are. And that's like their whole thing. The way they talk to each other is like teens. Um, the way that like. Yeah, they, they are with each other and the way that they behave with Splinter, where he's like, every time they swear, make a swear, or like say something silly, he's like, do, do ten, 20 flips. <laughs> um, and they're always like, oh, man, like they're getting grounded. They are very clearly teenagers. The other bit You of- don't ever forget that they're teenagers. No, the other bit of lore that the creators of TMNT probably like- took a long lunch break after coming up with is he's like i think splinter right is explaining to kino their 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 child friend um who discovers their existence he's like explaining Mm -hmm. the turtles to Mm -hmm. to him and then we like kind of cut away from his explanation and he's like yes yes and then i named him them from a renaissance art book and i'm like that does answer the question why they have the names of renaissance artists Mm -hmm. but that's that's wild you're like what are we gonna name these teenage mutant ninja turtles let's name them uh, after dead italian guys it's brilliant Mm -hmm. it's brilliant well i wonder if so it's, it seems like in the movies, this is the origin of their names. Like they yes. probably don't have a different origin of their names in, in the first one or the third movie, which in, which involves time travel, a real de- detamble situation oh, there. I haven't, I yeah. haven't seen it, but I do know that it begins with time. They travel back in time. So I, th- I wonder if, if in the TV show or in the comics, they have like a different, cause that's a, a, also a really like anticlimactic reveal of where, right, how they right. got their names. Just like, oh, I just saw four names in an art book. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we knew they were the four I names want, of I artists. We knew that The explanation <laughs> to be that their soul is inhabited by the teenage spirit of those four Renaissance and painters. And they embody the characteristics of those Yeah, well, let's think about it. Painters. So Donatello uh, was cool but rude, the sculptor. Oh, Donatello's the one that's cool but rude. We've been saying Raphael is. No, Raphael. Raphael is the one who is cool but rude. Donatello okay, yeah, yeah. is just sweet, a sweetie, right? Leonardo mm-hmm. is a leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this would help if I knew more about Renaissance artists. Michelangelo was a party dude. Okay. For sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, even if the part of the reveal of their names had been that, like, Splinter really lo- was really into Renaissance art, if he had even said yeah. that, and so he named them based on their characteristics, like, that would that would that be would a connect. Be but just being like, I just saw them in a book. <laughs> 
Um, so there's a scene where someone is covered in slime. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they say, oh, oh, and he's sure he's been oozed. And yeah, he's like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, we were all slimed. And they were like, no, no, no that's not ooze. What to you is the difference between slime and ooze? This seems like the proper podcast to talk about this. Mm, okay, so this might connect to what the secret of the ooze is. Because may, uh, to me, slime is like what they thought the ooze was. Slime is something that's made. Okay. Uh, and there's like a finite, it, it's contained in something. There's like a finite amount of okay. it. But ooze is something that's always kind of slowly seeping from okay. somewhere, from like an unknown source. Okay. Uh, just from somewhere. So like, I think the thing is, they thought they came from slime, but they really come from ooze. Uh, okay. I love it. I, I love to have definitive answers to things. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I really like that we, we are cataloging more and more each day of the human, the human spirit on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I started just referring to in my notes, the orange one does this, the purple yep. one does that. Because I was like, if you're not going to differentiate their personalities, I'm not going to learn. And we don't need to I'm not going to learn the yeah. color coding. So they're just so mean to Raphael. He goes missing. If a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle goes missing, I'm going to honestly, I'm sorry, I'm going to look to Shredder first. Yeah. Or Krang. I don't care if Shredder's dead. He's he's sub- suspect number one. Yeah, they don't and care. There, they what? Where else would you look? There is. They set up shop. The bad guys set up their base in the middle of a Mad Max style arena in the mm-hmm. middle of a dump. It's and it, I'm talking great. like hundreds a hundred foot wall of tires and and just junk cars and stuff in an in a huge arena and that's not what they didn't think to look there for Raphael for the foot clan or whatever they're called mm-hmm. and and shredder no that's the first place you would look this is a very wet scene um oh also critically wet part of this movie we haven't even mentioned yet is and this is something I did like about this movie. The awesome subway, uh, abandoned subway oh, stop. Oh, yeah, that's based on City Hall, the real abandoned subway, which you can, I've seen. You can go yeah. around, you can loop around and see it. It's cool. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and like, I think that's maybe, maybe they put a lot of time into that and then they were like, oh my God, you guys, you thought you had a month to do this set? No, we said you had to have the whole movie shot by the end of this month. And so they were like, oh shit, we put everything into, cause it's, it's really like a big, a big reveal, um, this gorgeous set piece that's also really slimy, really wet. Yeah. It's covered um, in cobwebs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, covered in cobwebs, covered in just disgusting slimes. And they're really just there for, like, a very short period of time um, because a bunch of other bullshit had to happen. They're, yeah, they, they're because they're mostly in April O'Neil's house. Yeah. Until the, she's like, you can't be here because, I don't know, for, you know, esoteric reasons. Salmonella. Salmonella. <laughs> 
I was always yeah, told, yeah, yeah. She's, you know, to wash my hands after handling turtles. Uh, after handling turtles. Um, yeah. And she's just letting them snarf down pizza all over the place. Oh she's my eating God. the pizza she's from them the too. Pizza. Like, oh this is God. also a universe in which salmonella is has been eradicated. It this must is some sort of only future universe. Yeah, yeah, where people don't get infections as easily. Yeah. So what I loved a little bit of '90s humor. So they they go to like. Because I think Kino tells them that Raphael's in danger. Mm-hmm. And so they go to get Raphael. And I assume Leonardo is like, ooh, this looks like it's a trap. And they get, and they immediately get caught. Or like, this looks like it'd be a good place to get in a trap. And mm-hmm. they get in a trap. And I'm just like, this sort of filmmaking, it's like, I, it's like a child playing with dolls. It's like, I'm going to go to the circus now. Oh, I'm at the circus. It's, yeah. And I know they had to make this movie by yesterday, and that's this is what we get. And then when they're in the, the trap, they're like, oh, these ropes are well constructed, a little too sturdy. Remind me to drop a line to Ralph Nader. Just fun Fun, fun banter for kids. For kids. You know. So I... And always, you know, a Nader reference, a Nader joke. Never, always, always timely. Never going to date. Never going to date it. Like, we're not, we're always going to associate Ralph Nader with his campaign to make safety belts safer. We're never going to have another association with Ralph Nader (laughs) in our public consciousness. So this movie holds up. This movie holds up. They were like, in, ah. in, in an otherwise, in a world otherwise, just like a time out of time, like this, this could be a dystopian future in which this takes place. Like, no, we're going to firmly set it when <laughs> the cultural reference was Ralph Nader's campaign to make vehicles safer. Yes, yes. It's amazing. Then we get April O'Neil out there, like, just fucking she's just she really is a woman in stem she is going up to the police officer because there's been some kind of like there's been some kind of like i don't know monster explosion (laughs) oh yeah i don't know and they're like oh there's just there were (laughs) monsters and and a bunch of shit is on fire there was the monster there was some sort of monster (laughs) explosion and she and the, the police are like hey we're handling it and she's like and the police is like, why are you upset, lady? And she's like, because, like, people could die. And then she just goes, Ugh. And she's like, why don't you investigate Shredder or something? Or, like, why don't you? Mm-hmm. And they're and like, hey, we're doing what we well, can. We're doing what we can. She says, I guess you're not the ones that are going to have to handle this. And then... Uh, and then the cop goes, that's what we do best, Miss O'Neill. Yeah, so loved this, it. this movie, very ACAB. TMMT said ACAB. The police don't yep. actually keep us safe from Shredder. They don't do their jobs. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have to do their jobs for them. Yep. A lot of wisdom in this movie, honestly. Oh, totally. Yeah, this is uh, a lot of wisdom. And then, then I think, like, the, okay, so Shredder had kidnapped the scientist honestly you could tell me venom showed up you could tell me morbius <laughs> showed up i'd be like yep yep <laughs> loved it shredder had kidnapped the scientist to get him to make ooze for him and then i think the ninja turtles 
kidnap back the scientist. Yes. And kidnap the scientist back. And they're like, we need you to invent uh, the the cure, how to reverse this. And right. he's like, okay, I got just what you need. And he like makes a jar of like something that's peanut butter colored, but like way looser in, mm. and he puts it in a Bart Simpson glass because it's 1991. I love and it. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's what you're drinking out of. It's amazing. And this is also when, you know, the, the scientist explains that, you know, listen, the ooze was a mistake. You shouldn't have been oozed. And they it kind of- It was just toxic runoff from an industrial plant. Yes. And they kind of have a crisis, an identity an exi- crisis, yeah. existential crisis. And this, I'm getting like fucking tattooed on me because it's so deep. <laughs> Splinter says, do not confuse the specter of your origin with your present worth, my sons. Mm-hmm. Specter's a weird word, but- but other than that, beautiful. Yeah, it doesn't oh, matter yeah. where you came from. It matters that you're in this moment right now who you are right now. Yeah, you beat up other, you know, martial arts play fighting uh Yeah, it matters that you put down your weapons and instead just punched men into oblivion and yes. probably death yep. with your fist so you really feel it it's just it's it's more violent honestly or and then what splinter says to kino like at the end is like they fight because they must because kino wants to go fight you um if you use you know fighting too much it becomes a double-edged sword so here's my issue is that and i did a lot of research on this is that I've always had a problem with this saying because many swords are double-edged. Right. It's not a problem. Right. It's not a problem. There are single-edged swords. Mm-hmm. If you said a, maybe this is what it's trying to get get to, if you're, like, trying to grab a sword, like, by the blade, yeah, a double-edged sword can get you back. If you If you have a sword that's, like, a fucking Darth Maul lightsaber, and it's got two things. I think that's what they're talking about. Okay. I think that's what the phrase is talking about. They're talking about, it's talking, <laughs> it should just be uh, this is a real Darth Maul's lightsaber. Yes. Is that Because it can- honestly, I've thought that that is, vi- that is the least practical lightsaber. It's not um, practical, but there are swords that are, that have double edges. And right. it's an advantage for the wielder. I don't know if people were like slipping and cutting. I don't know. I don't understand. So the double-edged sword means that like there's one thing that might be good about it, but there's also something bad about it. Is that what the phrase means? It means like it will come back. It may come back to bite you. Okay. Yeah. So let Yeah, me- I don't think using a double-edged sword makes it any more likely that you're going to injure your own self with your sword. Okay, I'm on Mary. So it's something that can have both favorable and unfavorable consequences. Why would a double-edged sword have unfavorable consequences so for the wielder? In the 15th century. So I guess they're like, oh my god, I'm going to get fucking lost in this. I guess it's the idea that it cuts both ways. Okay, that makes sense. It may have originated from an Arabic expression. I get it that it cuts both ways. That makes sense because it's got 
it's got a blade on both sides of it, so you uh-huh. cut either way. It it's making it's making more sense, but generally a double edged sword works fine. The knights oh yeah the works great. You'd be glad it. you have one. Yeah 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 yeah. That's all I had on that note. Oh um, yeah. Um. So then, so there they make this peanut butter goo that they put in a Bart Simpson glass, and then they're like, okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to, like, make this goo into little, like, cubes and put them in donuts. And then they show up at the Mad Max-style arena in the dump. And they're like, one of them, I don't know, maybe it's purple, says... (laughs) First, we should observe the ancient ritual of the, uh... Da, da. Traditional pre-fight donut. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I let you tuck me into this? Give it a chance. <laughs> uh, uh, well, hi guys. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Yes, it is. They'll eat anything. And then they hand these donuts to. I see your face. You're about to vomit. They hand these donuts to Toka and Razar, and they are just these mutant monsters. And they slobber. They drool all over the donut while they're slurping it down. I thought that I immediately thought of the fly. Like, how does this for you compare to the fly? Yeah, and they're like critically wet moment. Again, the the plot of it, they're like, hey, before we fight you, let's have a pre-donut ritual. Yeah. And I'm like, Shredder's like the dumbest bitch ever. It's like, yeah. why is he allowing this? What is his litter? What is his leadership style? I don't know. The why only thing is I the think is, I don't this? think he was there at the moment. Oh, I think they didn't he think had put they didn't know his, if Shredder like, was back. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think Shredder was off like getting ready for something or like preparing the ooze. Yeah. And for himself. And like the the leader of the foot who was gonna take over for Shredder, but okay. then Shredder comes back. I think that guy was in charge at that point. And he was like, Alright, let's see I'll what this pre fight donut rituals <laughs> about. All right, we'll watch these monsters drool on these donuts all over these donuts while they slurp them down. So, like, they did have one donut at least. Yes, the wolf had at least one for sure. And I think the snapping turtle only eat eight part of it and then uncovered the The peanut butter cube. I I was like. Why did you make it into a cube? Just Doesn't have make filled sense. the donuts with Doesn't what was the sense. consistency of a jelly. Just have filled it. They would have no... It, you put a weird yep. cube in it and it, it tipped them off. It was... They don't know anything about... They made the opposite of a donut. Uh, or they should Who have been... a cube in a donut? Like, let's, let's do this. Let's... Oh, my God. So... But then the the sauce doesn't work because again they don't have enough because they've been they're burping too, too much, much and so they're burning off the um they're burning off what the okay here I have the scientific I'll explain you, it to do you, you scientifically have the data? do you have in, the okay the research yeah in front I'll explain of you? It to you scientifically in okay. language will everyone will understand carbon dioxide is essential to the anti mutagenic 
mutagenic process. He keeps saying anti-mutagenic, which which uh which spell check is constantly reminding me is not a word. Carbon dioxide is essential to the anti-mutagenic process. Their burping is probably retarding the reaction. Okay. So they're burping off car they're they're expelling too much carbon dioxide because they need carbon dioxide in order for the the cure to work. So they need to get more carbon dioxide exactly. into them. They're expelling too much. And so the solution to that is you just got to pump a tube of fire extinguisher down a snapping giant monster snapping turtle's throat. Disgusting. Disgusting. And that that somehow makes the oh yeah, that makes the Anti-mutagenic process work, and then by the end, they are just a, sna- a regular-sized snapping turtle and a regular-sized wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then we have to get to the, the, the elephant oh, in the yeah. room. And we have, yeah, finally we get to... They, why are they at a club? I can explain. Okay. They burst through a wall... Okay. And it is a club where Vanilla Ice is playing. So when I ask why are they at a club, it's just they they were out. Listen, they got the reason they got is we need to make this movie by the end of the day. And so yeah, they burst through a wall. Vanilla Ice is dancing around. Um, and honestly, like nobody really knows how this happened. Is from what I can tell, how Vanilla Ice got involved. How how like this scene got into the movie? Like they were they were forced <laughs> to put Vanilla Ice into this into they the end of the movie. To. But like, okay. but uh, but I I can't tell from my research like right. how this happened. Just that they were pressured by the studio to do this. So uh, I love it. I love it, and it was the <laughs> right choice because this is my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> It was amazing. It was. It was so. It was so. And interesting. it's like the only thing that people remember about yeah, this movie. This is like the thing fantastic. that this movie is known for. Yeah. And like, so I think, and Splinter, meanwhile, has been like, "Listen, don't be seen because yeah. you're ninjas." That's just like not helpful for you know children <laughs> for children don't tell them they shouldn't be seen ever <laughs> or for or, like or giant heard. turtles they're gonna be seen they're goddamn fucking huge and they're like they have a giant hard shell on their back they're, they're gonna be clacking around eating everywhere. pizza and and like cracking wise jokes <laughs> and they're just so cumbersome yeah. And so it's what and so the joke is that they are very much seen, but yeah. I loved I loved love loves they break in and there was a guy who like literally he was my character if I was in this movie. Uh-huh. He just he sees these like gigantic turtle people and he smiles and he looks up at the ceiling and he goes, ah, "I love those." He says, Look at those costumes. <laughs> I love this place. And I like I would have that reaction if I was like found myself in like a 90s style club with like who I think is Vanilla Ice and like three other dudes that look just like him dancing choreography and then four giant turtles with ninja masks on burst through the wall. I'd be like I, this is why I come out. This is why I Hell come yeah. out. This is this is what being this is what living in the nineties is all about. 
Yeah, so it's the green machine. Gonna rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound. Yeah, everybody let's move. Vanilla This is, I don't know what the, the actual rhythm or the melody of the song is. But uh, go, go ninja, go ninja, go. So good. And and I feel like I knew this song, or at least the Go Ninja Go I knew Ninja, the Go, Ninja Go, Ninja part. Go part. And and I was not aware this was a film. I was not aware the ooze had a secret. I was not aware of the ooze. I was not aware of yeah. any of this shit. I was not aware Vanilla Ice was in a Ninja Turtles movie. And uh and yet I was like, oh yeah, I kind of know. I kind of remember this song. So I'm looking at the lyrics, and the first verse like is about turtles, right? Fair. Yeah, the song is about like the the song was written for the movie. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but no, no. The second verse is okay. them clearly like Vanilla Ice. You have thirty seconds to write a song because <laughs> yeah. the second verse is lyrics fill in the gap. Drop that bass and get the ninja rap. Feel it if if you know what I mean. Give it up for those heroes in green. Like just oh, yeah. meaningless. Th- those were filler lyrics, filler and they forgot li- to put, little, put them in. Literally fill in the gap. He wrote, yeah. it and he kept that in. They ran out of time, and Vanilla Ice was like, "You know what? I like it. It's It'll make still, it work." It's still one of the greatest songs ever. So it worked. And out. honestly, we got to the end, and I was like, "Is this a second Ninja Turtle rap?" And it, it's like rap and R and B. Yeah, like that song slaps too. It does. It does. Yeah. And it was also just about the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, which, like, more songs should just be about the Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or just, like, or, you know, I think we've said this before on the podcast, but just, like, just theme songs for movies that aren't just, like, uh, part of the score. Yeah, um, like a like, Will Smith rap song is what you mean? Yeah. 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 Like, that great, summarizes it. Yeah. Bring yeah. those back. Um, do two of them. Do you know about care. the um, the Wikipedia, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Wikipedia title bot? What? No. So there's a there's a bot on Twitter that tweets uh, Wikipedia titles that fit the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cadence with okay. the right syllables. So some examples are. Of course, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, <laughs> a, uh, San Diego City Council, Single Payer Health Insurance, <laughs> Human Rights in North Korea, Ages of Consent in Europe, that's con- Fauna of the Czech Republic. <laughs> These are just phrases that fit the cadence. I thought they were all going to be movies like Ace Ventura. Oh, no, no. There are any Wikipedia <laughs> title that fits yeah. the cadence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Great. What a worthy cause for that and, bot. Yeah, so check that out. That's that's like the end of my, my lore. That's the end oh, of everything yeah. I thought about this movie. Oh, yeah. Same. That's the end for me. Um, because, yeah, what happens at the end is like, is like fucking like, Shredder drinks done. the ooze. <laughs> What? They're like, we're done, I guess. I guess we got to defeat Shredder. The last 25 seconds of the movie, he drinks the ooze and becomes big. But then they just, like, collapse into the water. And they're like, we're turtles. It's fine. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're like, we forgot. We're turtles. And they just kind of like swim away and they fight and then they go back to April and it's great. Yeah. She's got to find yeah. turtles her own age. She's got to. It's weird. Come on. She's pulling. She. This is like the time traveler's wife of, of you know, of Ninja like, Turtle situation. <laughs> yeah. For like, sure. Find, hang out with turtles your own age. Hang out. Every, everybody just do that, okay? Yeah. yeah. Middle-aged mutant ninja turtles. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, sh- April's not middle-aged. <laughs> okay. But she's definitely... I don't know. I was like, she's really young for okay, having like a very young adult job. women in the 90s would wear like... Would get their hair styled... And wear clothes so that they looked at least fifteen years older. That was the yeah. Thing. That's true. Maybe maybe I just read her as having such an adult job because she dressed that way. Maybe yeah. she was just like this was this is her first first gig as yeah. a as a news anchor yeah. or something. Um, but I am assuming she like got like her big break was reporting on the turtles from the first movie. Yes. Or reporting on their, because uh, they 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 make mention a few times in this movie that they saved the world in the first one. Yes. So they go from saving the world to just to figuring out what the secret of the ice ooze is. Yeah. <laughs> Making sure people can still enjoy a vanilla ice concert. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's so. The yeah, we've really scaled back. Um, yeah. For this movie, and yeah, people didn't love it. It came out too fast. I think people look back on it fondly now. For nostalgia. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess, um, do we want to have Keanu come in and- Yeah, Keanu. Keanu, what have you brought us? Ooh, is that a box of delicious treats? Oh. What have you, what have you done to these box of delicious oh, treats? Oh, wow, this is a Ferrero Rocher. Ooh. Ooh. Keanu, mm. how did you figure out how to make oh. a Ferrero Rocher? There, it's, there seemed, instead of a hazelnut- uh, Nougatie Center, we have a, um, what is it? Uh, a, a, a cube, a cube. <laughs> yeah, we just got, we just got a gelatin cube. You just got a gelatin cube? Are you trying to neutralize us? Are you trying to make us less smart? It's never, Keanu, it's never gonna come, work, Keanu. Come on. You, well, are you trying to make us stronger? Cause you're not gonna make us stronger by making us less smart. That's, That's not how thing. it works. <laughs> You don't, you don't have any holes? Nope. Um, oh, all right. Holes. For me, you know, the absence of Jim Henson. I wonder if yeah. this movie would have fallen apart the way it did if he was around for the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so the absence of him is a big hole. They live in a sewer. They're always finding... The sewer they get, holes. They, yeah. They lose their minds when they get, they get so happy when they find a manhole because they're oh, like yeah. home sweet home just and really the whole of coming to coming face to face with the realization the existential realization that all of us really i mean the, the turtles realize this about themselves but don't we all just come from a random combination of junk in goo it's true we just it, it's it just true. goo a random combination of goo mm-hmm. You know, gets gets shot somewhere, and all of this is random. It's all random, and you know the the turtles also have to deal with that existential hole. Deal with that, yeah, yeah. I would say 
the whole movie to me is like a whole like for me it was like being inside of a a black hole like i just yeah things sights and sounds and textures and tastes were whipping past me and i i was not i couldn't grasp onto anything yeah i couldn't grasp onto a thing it would they were disappearing into into the void um in that i didn't get this movie it was a thinker i didn't get it Someday yeah. I will. I if anyone like I would love people to mansplain this movie to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone who this was born in nineteen seventy six, and they would have been too old. Someone born in nineteen eighty three. Please explain this movie to me. All right, so verdicts. Yeah, so Sophie, now we've reached the time in the episode when. You have to drink the ooze <laughs> and tell us what your verdict is for how wet this movie is. This this movie was it wasn't the wet the wettest, but it had its moments. Uh, yeah, it it was wet in I think misleading really, title, <laughs> misleading title, but wet in its backstory. Um, and I think that, yeah, a rushed production and the incorporation of Vanilla Ice and sort of early 90s just excess definitely leads for wet situations. Um, yeah, but I would say, in my professional opinion, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles colon The Secret of the Ooze is as wet as a production of Jean-Paul Sartre's Sartre? No exit, in which the characters are played by the members of Nickelodeon's Team Rocket. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's like, what's going on? We're stuck in this. What what dystopia are we living in? Why is everyone? Why are we forced to do this song and dance? And we're stuck with each other. And the people in No Exit fucking hate each other, just like they fucking hate Raphael. And it's that wet, baby. It's that wet. But Kaylin, how wet? How wet is the secret of the ooze? Ooh, this little oozy secret is about as wet as this little ditty. Let me know the ooze is wrong when Splinter's known this all along. I go around a time or two with toxic waste that created you, chemicals that you've thrown away, Shredder's games you don't wanna play. The turtles are the only ones that need to know. I'll keep ooze my dirty little secret. Dirty little secret. Don't tell anyone or you'll be just another mutant. Just another mutant. Guess it's just the ooze. It's my dirty little secret. Turtles have to know. So, you know, it's just a, it's just like a little, just a little I loved it. That secret. was masterful. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that's a that's how wet this movie is. It's pretty wet. Wild. We didn't talk about how at the end there's a newspaper displ- displayed and it says Nin- Ninja Rap is born. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they decided to report on. Yeah, of everything yeah. that came April, out of there at, were mutants exploding were all mutants, over the city. Just, there were the turtles, monsters. That was the main thing. And and is that to mean that? This is a new genre? I think so. Oh, I think wow. so. Okay, yeah, this is not yeah, our, they're like, our universe. Vanilla Ice is a rap pioneer, is what this canonical 
this movie is canonically saying. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by New York Pizza. Listen, (laughs) you can eat pizza whenever you want. You gotta, you gotta, or else we're gonna come beat you. We're gonna break your legs. We're gonna throw you in the East River. If we don't walk outside on the streets of New York and you're not eating pizza, we're gonna send, uh... The Yankees after you in the middle of the night. They're going to creep into your house and they're going to break your legs. If you are not slurping down a piece of pizza, it if you don't have a piece of pizza in your mouth, it better be because your mouth is instead slurping down the cheese that is dripping off the pizza or the Statue of Liberty is going to come and serve you divorce papers. Yeah, Mr. Met and his wife, Mrs. Met, <laughs> Their horrifying baseball heads are gonna show up uh, behind you in the bathroom mirror, and they're gonna they're gonna just fucking wail on you. They're gonna slam your head into the mirror. They're gonna they're gonna fucking drown you if you're not eating a if you're not eating a pizza while you're brushing your teeth. That's what's gonna happen if you're not eating in the shower. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> What a New York minute. Everybody let's move. Vanilla is filled with a new jack groove. Gonna rock and roll the place with the power of the ninja turtle base. Iceman, you know I'm not playing. Devastate the show what the turtles are saying.